you're passionate about transforming retail operations and improving performance, plus you're accountable for key change projects and programs in your company, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Retail Transformation Show with me, Oliver Banks. Hey there, and welcome to the Retail Transformation Show. I'm Oliver Banks, your host, and also your guide and your partner for delivering successful retail transformation programs. This one is episode 98. 98, wow, we're coming up for the big century, the big 100. I can't believe it, to be honest with you. It seems only a few minutes ago that I was releasing episode one. So do remember to hit subscribe and stay tuned for some exciting episodes coming up for sure. But in today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that is on so many different companies' minds right now operational cost cutting and cost savings. Like planting a tree, the best time to make a cost saving was 10 years ago, and the second best time is right now. I mean, right now, it's highly likely that your business is already reassessing costs and the overall cost base. And at the time of recording in September 2020, you know, we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic still, So you've got a whole series of new costs to account for, from social distancing to PPE and equipment to new cleaning routines and additional sickness and absence rates as well. All of these add up and will weigh heavy on the bottom line come year end. And so it's natural that the business has to react and the business has to reassess those costs. So perhaps the business or you have already reduced your head office headcount, maybe in a temporary or in a permanent way. Due to the very nature of the pandemic, you've probably already stopped non-essential travel and minimised all of your expenses. But what else can you do to minimise your costs? What else can you do to find savings and improve the bottom line? or at least hold the costs to achieve the same bottom line as you did last year. But cost-cutting cannot just be a financial exercise. It cannot just be run from a spreadsheet, playing around with numbers. No, the savings that are identified must be achieved, and they must be realised right down to the bottom line, or otherwise you're just going to be kidding yourself about the state of the business. And we don't want that, right? So if you've not already done so, now absolutely is the time to set up a cost-saving program. So if you've not already done so, perhaps now is the time to set up a dedicated cost-saving program, looking at everything inside the business, from the product COGS, or the cost of goods sold, to the labour, both direct and indirect labour costs, to your rent and infrastructure, to unsold goods from waste and shrink and damages and returns and overstocks, and also, of course, your expenses, from your consumables to your equipment, and even your utilities and energy expenses as well. And of course, it's also worth looking at cost avoidance, how you can put things in place to avoid spending money out in the future. And really here, when we're talking about setting up a cost-saving program, It needs to be quite quick because of the nature of the current environment. 
but you should still consider setting it up in the same diligent way that you would for another program. Making sure that you are setting yourself up for success right from the very beginning. Speed and agility will be key, of course. And you'll want to make sure that you avoid the pitfalls of procrastination or delays or decision making or budgets or missed expectations or confusion or many more pitfalls that can be made when programs are not set up correctly or managed or led in the right way. There is a thin line between success and failure right at the moment and you do not want to be on the wrong side of that. So do make sure that you are being diligent in how you set that program up. And if you don't know how to set up programs effectively and how to make real change in an organization, then do reach out. It would be great to discuss with you. So you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm Oliver Banks or reach me by email oliver.banks at obandco.uk. That's oliver.banks at obandco.uk. And I'll put those on the show notes from today, which you can find at obandco.uk slash 98. obandco.uk slash 98. So in today's episode, I wanted to help you set up this cost-saving program, giving you a framework to find the opportunities, as well as some different lessons to help guide you down that path. So the operational cost-saving framework that I have for you today is made up of five parts, five areas or mindsets that you can use to find the opportunities within your business and your operations. So the first part of the framework is re-examine. This is about reviewing and critically assessing if your business is operating effectively right now. You'll want to be asking if the operating model is working as you expect it to. You'll want to be asking if the business requirements or the rules or the norms have changed. And this is probably especially true given the recent shifts that we've seen with the COVID pandemic. Think about if people are performing at the right rate. And is that what you expect? And if not, why not? Also consider if people are working at the right level. Do you have people doing tasks where those people are overqualified and perhaps overpaid for that particular task? And also consider if tasks are being done at the right time. Are you counting stock, for example, when the stock level is at a high point or at a low point? Are you trying to do shop floor tasks when there are loads of customers in store or no customers in store? Are you paying weekend rates or night premiums for tasks that could be done at other moments in time? So in the re-examine phase, you want to be looking at your business and working out if it is operating effectively and perhaps whether there are opportunities to get back to the cost baseline without really making any changes at all. So re-examine is the first part of the framework. Next, we move on to remove. This is about stopping elements with immediate and non-consequential effect. Here, you want to be finding those different processes or parts of the business that, like the name suggests, could be removed. Look particularly at unprofitable propositions 
and irrelevant or non-value-add processes or process steps. Now, generally, this is the fastest route to cost saving because you can just say stop. But you also need to make sure that you understand any implications that could slow it down, most notably from an HR or legislative perspective. And I also mentioned that you must think about it in a non-consequential way. You must make sure that there are no unintended consequences to just doing this straight stop. Are there replacement elements that need to be included? Will there be a quantifiable reduction in sales or some other performance metric? Is there a halo effect going on where there is an indirect benefit that you've not really considered? So do check out the remove section to make sure that you could do these quick changes, but you still need to be careful. The third stage of the framework is reduce. Finding ways to turn down the dials and still get the same output with less input. This is really all about finding elements that you can do less of, or where you can speed up the throughput or increase the efficiency to get more from the same investment. You could also look at changing the frequency as well. Particular examples here, including changing the frequency that you are doing a particular check, or maybe reducing the number of deliveries per day or week or whatever that volume is. Also, whilst you're looking at the reduce stage, consider how you could combine different elements together to minimize downtime, to minimize travel time, as well as other forms of waste. And if you're thinking about finding other forms of waste in your processes, in your operations, then do go and have a little listen to episode six. So you have to scroll back through the archives there, episode six. And that was all about finding and removing process waste that exists within your business. The fourth stage of this operational cost saving framework is replace. This is about removing one part of the business and replacing it with an alternative way of achieving the same result. This is really about re-engineering your business processes. You're taking one out and you're replacing it with something else. Now that could be a completely new way of working. So you're removing the old way of working and you're replacing it with a new way of working. Digitalization is a great example here. You're removing an old paper process and replacing it with a new electronic process, shall we say. But be particularly careful of replacing a rubbish process with something else that is still rubbish. If you don't need that process, don't bother replacing it, right? That's where you need to reduce or remove it first. Outsourcing is another great example. So maybe you are outsourcing perhaps your contact center. So you are stopping that part of the process and replacing it with another part of the process that is done through a partner in that particular example. So replace is the fourth part of the framework. And then the final and fifth part of the framework is reimagine. This is about making more fundamental and structural changes of the business or in the business. You're reforming the operation in a completely new way. It's a reinvention, as Joe Jackman would call it, back in episode 87 and 88, when he was talking about the reinventionist mindset. This is really about thinking more radically, more expansively, and much more broadly. You're not just looking for a cost-saving opportunity here. You are looking for a completely 
new way of operating or serving your customers. And when you reimagine, it has a completely different cost structure, but also it has a completely different business effect as well. So maybe it will drive sales in a completely different way. And actually, rather than improving the P&L, you're completely reshaping how that P&L is generated. Now, this is the most extreme form of cost saving, because actually what you're saying is your business model doesn't work and it needs to be reimagined to get it to a profitable place. And it's not wrong, but it needs to be done at the right time. So that's the five parts of the framework that I wanted to lay out for you today. The five parts that you take in order are number one, re-examine, review and critically assess if the business is operating effectively. Number two, remove stop elements with immediate and non-consequential effect. Number three, reduce. Find ways to turn down the dials and get the same output with less input. Number four was replace. Remove one part of the business and replace it with an alternative way of achieving the same result. And number five, reimagine. More fundamental and structural changes of the business or in the business. So you want to start at re-examine and you want to work your way down through those different elements until you get to reimagine, which as I say is the most fundamental shift that you could make and it affects a whole lot more than just your costs. But I also wanted to arm you with some lessons from cost-saving programs and projects that I have run in the past. So there are eight lessons that I wanted to guide you through quickly today. And if you've got questions on these, I'd love to hear from you. Like I say, you can reach out. I'll put all of the details on the show notes page, which is obandco.uk slash 98. And you can reach me on LinkedIn, Oliver Banks, or by email, oliver.banks at obandco.uk. So the first lesson is look macro and micro. And really, you want to be looking at different levels of the organization. So looking at a big picture and then zooming down into different parts of the organization, guided by the data behind the cost base and also your gut instinct as well. Take a bit of a gut feel as to where could the cost saving opportunities exist. The second lesson is that it's extremely unlikely that you will find a single silver bullet that one unique idea that's going to land massive cost saving. Instead, it's likely that you need to find a collection of different ideas. The third lesson is you need to be looking both within and across the functions of the organization. It's going to be easier to stay within a function or within an operational area to find cost savings, but the bigger savings are likely to exist when you look cross-functionally. The fourth one is that you should revisit ideas that have previously been rejected by the business. So it's possible that new technology has now come along to enable that particular idea, or at least enable it at a reduced cost. Or maybe the business is just more open to those particular ideas in the current trading conditions. Or maybe even, frankly, people have moved on into different roles, so there are different mindsets And so if you were coming up against particular people blockers, then maybe they are not there in today's environment compared to when that idea was last pitched to the business. The fifth lesson is that you must 
plan to make more savings than you need to. Not all of your ideas will come through to fruition. And if they do, they may not come to the expected benefit that you originally identified. So do make sure that you are trying to over deliver to allow some wiggle room so that you don't end up under delivering and leaving the organization in a place that there is an unexpected gap in the cost saving plan. The sixth lesson is the longer that your business has been doing cost savings, the more likely it is that the obvious changes will have already been made. This is pretty obvious. And it's that low hanging fruit point. How many times have I heard low hanging fruit? (laughs) All of that low hanging fruit has well and truly been picked by now. So you need to really challenge yourself to be more inventive, more creative, more focused, more cross-functional, more collaborative, and more open to changing the status quo. So what is it that you are going to do differently to be all of those things so that you can reach that slightly higher fruit? Number seven is about being aware of unintended consequences. Unintended consequences are when there is a side effect, an unexpected side effect, which could be good, but more often than not, it's a bad, a negative consequence. And we touched on this earlier. This is particularly prevalent if you remove something from the process or from the operation that actually had a fundamental impact on other useful parts of the business that you just never realized. And then finally, you absolutely could argue that cost cutting is not transformation. And that's a fair point. I could see where you're going from there. But for me, transformation is about making a big positive effect on the future. And I don't know about you, but the difference between profit making and loss making is pretty big. The difference between being in business and not is pretty big. And so cost cutting could be the key difference. Finding those cost saving ideas could be transformational for your business. So the eighth lesson that I'd like you to take away from today is that you should use cost savings and cost cutting to buy time and resources to transform the business and further improve the trajectory of the business. Don't use it to scramble to safety and then do nothing before being surprised about finding yourself in equally bad situations in the very short term future. Use it to buy a little bit of airspace to really shift yourself and improve the business. So those are my eight lessons that I've got for you today. You can go and check them out on the show notes page. Like I say, once again, obandco.uk slash 98. If you enjoyed this episode, then do go and check out another couple of different episodes. Firstly, episode six, which I referenced a little earlier on, which is all about eliminating waste from your business processes and operations. So episode six. And the second one to check out is episode 53, which is about defining your retail transformation menu. What are the different options that should sit within your retail transformation program where cost saving is probably well up there right now? (laughs) And remember, I am here and I am your partner to help you successfully deliver your retail transformation programs. So if you'd like a hand setting up your cost-saving program for success right from the start or helping it get back on track, 
then do reach out. Oliver.banks at obandco.uk or find it on the show notes page at obandco.uk slash 98. Well, good luck with it all. I can't wait to hear how you get on and if you've got any questions or any lessons from your experience. I look forward to hearing from you. Do reach out and get in touch and I'll join you in another episode very soon. Bye for now.